Hello and welcome to Charlie Alpha, the podcast dedicated to authentic and genuine conversations about adulthood. I am Presla Mohmo Ahaji, your companion on this journey. Join us as we dive into these discussions we've been eager to have armed with the right resources for growth and development. Let's have the conversations only we can. Hello and welcome to another episode of Charlie Alpha. How are we doing? <laughs> uh, how are we doing? How is everybody doing? I hope you are all fine and well. Especially for those single ladies and gentlemen out there. How was the vows day? For honestly, honestly, I thought I could be able to like keep it all together. But people gave us paper. People gave us pepe. At a point, I started to have mental breakdowns. <laughs> but it's all love and light out there. And to our romantic partners out there, I hope you guys had a great time. I hope your expectations were met or even exceeded. But in all, I hope everyone found love, even in the mundane things out there, because I feel that's the essence of we celebrating love on a particular day for us to just pause and think and reflect on all the beautiful memories we've made with the people around us, whether with family, friends, partners, and just appreciate how much they mean to us in, a, in our own special way. So in the spirit of love, today's episode is going to be on love languages. I know, right? There's been a lot of buzz about love languages lately, and I feel like it's a good thing because years ago, we didn't used to hear a lot about it. And when it comes to the world of relationship, building strong, healthy connections, I think it's a concept that cannot be underestimated at all. So first off, what are love languages? So love languages are basically how we express and receive love. So this is a concept that was popularized by Dr. Gary Chapman and uh, in his book, The Five, Lang- the Five Love Language. According to Chapman, people express and receive love in different ways and understanding this preference can improve relationship. And, I, and I, I strongly believe this. The first time I came across this concept, I was in junior high. I didn't really have a great understanding of it, but I just felt like this is a good concept. Like, how did I not think about this? And over time, I've seen how this concept has actually shaped my relationship or even the relationship of people around. And I feel like it's something worth discussing, especially the month of love. So yeah, let's talk about love languages. So first off, let's take it back a bit. So let's look at love languages in this way. So you know how in every country there are languages that people speak to build connections. They speak to communicate their needs when they are working together or express their values and everything. That's the same way when you come to the country of love, we have love languages. And our love languages help us to communicate our needs help us to express how we feel towards others and also help us to demonstrate our love towards others or receive love in return. So there are five main love languages and the five main languages are first of words of affirmation. We have 
words of affirmation, acts of service, receiving gifts, quality time, and physical touch. Now, the first love language, it's, this is not in any particular order. So, so the first love language, which is words of affirmation, okay. So this words of affirmation is basically expressing affection through spoken and written words, compliments, or words of encouragement. And the number two is out of service. That is where we demonstrate love by performing helpful action, tax, or tax for other people. And then number three, receiving gifts. This is when feeling love through, we feel love through giving or receiving thoughtful gifts or gestures. The number four is quality time. That is when we spend undivided attention or meaningful time with the people we love. And then physical touch is expressing love through physical gestures like hugs, kisses, and other forms of touch. So that's basically our love, love language. So people express love through, can express their love through any of this medium, either words of affirmation, acts of service, receiving of gifts, quality time, and physical touch. And what I've learned over the years is that it's no no two people have exactly the same love language you can have love language that crosses over but to have like the same thing it's rare it's rare for people to have the same love language but how do this love language develop in the first place how do we get to a conclusion where we say that my love language is words of affirmation or my love language is receiving gifts or my love language is quality time Oh, my love language is physical. It just isn't just fancy words we throw about or because we hear we heard somebody say quality time is my love language, so it sounds cool, so we pick it up. How do this develop in us as individuals? So I believe that love languages get developed in people around three ways. Okay. So the first way is the gifts and gaps in parenting. I'm a strong believer that the makeup of every individual is influenced by how they were brought up, okay? As I said, charity begins at home. Our upbringing when we were young inform our values, our beliefs, and also the way we love and receive love, okay? So the gaps and gifts we receive from our parents inform, equally inform, our love language what do i mean so if you were a person when it comes to gifts we are re- we are referring to how our parents or our loved ones express their love to us when we were young okay so if you were coming from a home where they were very big on expressing their love through words or either spoken or written words and compliments it's easy for you to pick up words of affirmation as your love language, okay? So because your mom always encouraged you, your dad always told you how important you are, or how much they loved you, or blessed you with words, you are easily, it's easy for you to develop words of affirmation, as I said earlier, as your love language, because this is how they made you feel loved. And if you are someone who... As you were growing up, you were showered with gifts on your birthday when you achieve a little, uh, when you achieve milestones, special occasion, even random. Maybe your dad went out or your mom goes out, and then when they are coming back from work, they get you something. 
it's so easy for you to have receiving gifts as your love language. And also when you're you are someone that saw how your mom was find it very easy to do things for your dad or your dad finds it very easy to do things for them like just run errands, help them with stuff in the house, move things, help them with your project or even your siblings help you with your projects, help you with this. When you need help, everybody comes around to assist you. Your love language might turn up to be out of service. And when you also live in a household where you guys spend a lot of time together as family, maybe watching a movie show together, going on trips, having family jokes, activities, like markup time that you guys spend together as family, very easy for you. Language of quality time to be graded in you as your love language. And then when you grow up in a household where there are a lot of physical touch, like hugs, like there are some families that are big huggers, they'll just be hugging you. When you meet them, they just hug you. They want to hold hands and all those stuff. That's language of physical touch. Okay. Similarly, if you grow up in a household that these other things that I've mentioned, maybe words of affirmation, you you hardly heard, I love you, you are the best thing, you are my girl, you are like compliment. It's so easy for you to also want to have this kind of things in your romantic relationship. Okay, so that's the gaps. So whether absence of any of these love languages, they can also create that need in you that you feel like okay i never had this kind of thing when i was growing up and i really like it so i would want my romantic partner to show me that they love me in this way okay the gifts and gaps in parenting can inform our love language another thing is environment or circumstance so maybe as an individual you identified earlier that your love language was words of affirmation, uh, receiving gifts, and then maybe acts of service. And by, or by just mere coincidence, you met somebody, but that spe- this person has to be somewhere else. So like that's the concept of long-distance relationship. So when you are in a long-distance relationship, you what you get is that... You guys cannot actually see each other very often. So maybe the acts of service might not really be there for you. And the quality time might not really be there for you. So you guys will be very big on words of affirmation. This can create, might, this can make you value physical touch very much <laughs> when you get to see this person. You'll be like, I miss you so much. I want to hug you. I want to cuddle you. I want to hold you. That sort of feeling. So, as I said, so circumstances can also change your love language or can also create that need for love for a love uh, that can create an additional love language for you or even inform what your love language will be going forward in in the future. When you were young, maybe all you cared about was words of affirmation, receiving gifts or out of service. But now you find this person who you are so much in love with, and this person is in the next city or in the next town or in the next country, and you want to make it work, 
but the more you become bonded with this person you also want to have like i want to hug you i want to hold your hands i want to put my head on your shoulder when i'm having a big like a hard day so these kind of things can also make your love language to change or to develop some additional love languages another thing that can inform our love language is traumas or past relationship so speaking from experience so for a very very long time my love language was words of affirmation quality time and then receiving gifts i'm not really big on receiving gifts i wasn't really big on receiving gifts now i'm big on that <laughs> i wasn't really big on receiving gifts but for a long time my love love, love language was words of affirmation quality time and then gifts but over time i realized that each person i met and i'm like oh that's my love language blah 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 and i always made it very clear that my love language was words of affirmation so these people used to tell me how much they love me compliment me and it, it felt so good but i was as i was growing up i realized that it's one thing for someone to tell you that they love you and it's another thing for the person act out this love towards you so on subconsciously or unconsciously i started to have a disdain towards words of affirmation it's crazy i started to hate words of affirmation even without knowing it so when i met someone and i we we went about getting to know each other what's your love language and i went my love language is words of affirmation quality time receiving gifts i was like oh cool my words my love language is also words of affirmation quality time physical touch i was like okay that's nice so this person because he's he also shared that same love language of words of affirmation with me he actually understood it so he was doing it so perfectly but somehow i wasn't it wasn't given like it's not given like let's just say it wasn't given i was like so i started to ask myself why is why is this not given other people i even met that didn't share the same love language with, with me in terms of words of affirmation i didn't have a problem with it but this person shared the same love language and he was doing it right it was like he wasn't doing it right he was doing it right so why was i having a problem with it and i realized that after much introspection i realized that the reason i was having a problem with with it was because i've developed a trauma response to it because i thought people were always telling me one thing and acting another way so if you are not acting out what you are saying then you don't actually love me so what the heck so indirectly my <laughs> my love language had changed from words of affirmation to acts of service and i didn't know that and i didn't communicate this to this person as well so this person was doing what i said i want but i didn't even needed that anymore i wanted to be loved in this new way rather so this is how our love language change or develop so it can be the gifts we receive whilst we're young how parents loved us how friends loved us or even how we're loved by our early lovers or it can be the gaps in these things the need that that were not met in our childhood or met in our relationship can inform 
our love language, can transform our love language. The circumstances we find ourselves in and our relationship can equally inform our love language. They can change it. They can add on to it. They can subtract from it. And also, our traumas or our past relationships can also inform our love language. So how do we navigate this? How do we navigate the complexity that comes with love languages? So let me, let's, let's take the story. Let's start with the story. So imagine that you met someone and on paper, this person was everything you ever wanted, but you've not actually met in person. Okay, so you decided to go on a first date. And on your first date, what happened was that this person met you and it was like, bonjour, comment ça va? And then you were like, how are you? My name is Presla. So this person will be thinking, ah, I just said bonjour, comment ça va? You're supposed to respond, ça va très bien, merci. Oh, I still got my French. <laughs> You're supposed to respond, ça va so why are you responding how are you i don't even understand what you are saying what's a dickhead and then you are also like this guy is so full of himself why do you meet somebody and start speaking french and assuming that i know how to speak french you see what is happening here so that's the same way with love language it's possible for you to meet someone and then you guys might not have the same love language Okay, and there's no fault of them. They are not, it's not their fault. That is how they were brought up. Their whole life, they spoke French. And their whole life, and your whole life, you spoke English. So that is the language you know, and that's the language you can speak. Okay, so what is going to happen? The both of you can decide to be, to be horrible to each other and think the worst of each other and end up having the worst date ever. And then go your separate ways and tell the story to your families and friends of how you met such an inconsiderate or unreasonable person or the most horrible person on the face of the earth or you can bring an interpreter into the midst of your date and the person will interpret what you are saying to each other and it might make the dinner very lengthy and uncomfortable by the end of the day it wouldn't be as bad as thinking the worst of each other or throwing spill, throwing water or wine at each other and walking out the door that is the same thing that happened in love so you might meet someone that might not speak your love language and it's fine okay how do you navigate that first off the first thing is that as an individual, you have to know what your love language is. Man, know thyself. It's not good for you to just, oh, love language, you just, okay, you just look at the list of love language and then pick, oh, this sounds cool, this sounds cool. So when you are talking in a, in a talking stage with someone and someone asks you, what's your love language? You're like, oh, my love language is and you don't even know <laughs> what it means you get you have to ask yourself what makes me feel love so you have to first sit with yourself and ask yourself what makes me feel love what do people do that makes you go ah this person loves me and then another way for you to know what your love language is is how do you easily show love to people okay 
if you are the person that is easy, so easily want to tell the, pers- the person you are with, I love you, you are the best person. Like you are very responsive in terms of words. You can see how you, you love someone through words, written words or compliments. Then that is your love language. Indirectly, that is how you want other people to love you. If you are someone that really wants to shower the people you meet with love, like you just go out and you see something and you'll be like, oh, this thing will look nice on Francisca. This thing will look nice on Abena. This thing will look nice on Kojo. This thing will look nice on Kwame or Kwabna. Then you get it for them without even thinking much of it. You just get it for them. And then you surprise them with it. Then... It also might be your love language. You want you also indirectly want someone to also think of you that way and then get and gift you something. So first of all, you have to sit with yourself and ask yourself, how do I express love towards others? So you look at yourself, you have to study yourself and see, and then you write it out, okay, maybe this is what I do. Maybe I want to do things for them. I want I want to cook a nice meal for them. I want to plan dates for them. I want to help them with the assignment. I want to, like, when they say they're having problem with something, I want to come true for them. Out of service, I want to hold hands. I want to cuddle. I want to kiss you. I want to be in your space. I want to just hold you. Physical touch, you get. So you have to sit with yourself to ask yourself, how do I express love towards others? And what make me feel love now that you have identified what your love language is if you're in a romantic setting or if you're in a relationship that matters to you you have to have a communication about this so at the dinner date with the two people that were speaking two different languages when the interpretator comes they have you have to come to an agreement that oh so we speak two different language this is the language i know and this is the language you know. So how do we come to a middle ground? You have to have a conversation with your significant other or your partner or your friend or your family members and be like, this is how I feel love and this is how I express love. Then this person will also tell you that this is how I feel love and this is how I express love as well. Is it something that resonates with you? Is it something that you know? And the person might say no. The person might say yes. And if this person is important to you or if you're important to this person, then it goes a step further to, okay, I like you. I want this to work. I want, to, I want us to grow together. So I want to learn your love language. And what does it mean to learn someone's love language? You first have to ask the question, why does this love language matter to you? So this person can explain to you that, okay, and when I was growing up, this is what my family did, and da, 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 and because of this, that's why I like this. Or when I was growing up, I never had this kind of love, and blah, 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 and that's why this is important to me. Or because of this past, past things, because of my past relationship, blah, 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 blah I've decided, and how this went, this is what actually means, means, this is what is important to me now. Okay, so you have to have a conversation where you guys express what each love language means to you and then how you are going to go forward learning about this love language and how to express it. Now you all know what your love language is. You've communicated, had a conversation about it. You have taken initiative. You are taking that French class or that 
English class just to understand your partner, understand their need, and also be able to communicate effectively with them. What is the next action? You know my love language. You know what it means to me. So you put it in action. I always say that love is a verb. You don't say you love someone and just leave it at, at that. You have to act it out. You have to perform it. When God said, for God so loved the world that he gave, love comes with giving. You don't just say you love someone and not give. And I'm not even talking about giving in terms of gifts, but giving in terms of yourself, your time, attention, little details, and then maybe gifts. So you have to give. You have to go all out for the person. Love function. Love is a verb. It's function of performance. You can't say you love someone and not speak their love language. And speaking of the love language is the performing of the love. Okay, so it's not just about butterfly, hoo la la. It's not just about this thing. If the person says words of affirmation, you have to be intentional with the way you say it. You don't just go and pick something from Google. That thing has to mean something to the person you are saying it to. So it's very, it's about intentionality and it's about taking time to understand the person and it's about, about being responsive, being active, not a passive thing. Okay. So, and another way to navigate this move is for you as an individual and as partners to make room for growth. People grow. As people grow, their needs change. So it will be an injustice for you to think that the love language of somebody might remain same all through their life. It might change. So as an individual, you have to, once in a while, you have to sit down and have like talk Talk to yourself and ask yourself, how have my love languages changed over a period of time? That way, when you meet somebody, you are giving them updated, updated information and not shooting yourself on the foot. And the same way when you're in a relationship with somebody, maybe six, three months in, you can ask your partner, am I loving you right? Am I expressing your love language right for you? The person will be like, oh, yeah, yeah, you're doing everything right, blah, blah. Or, oh, no, this is, this is, this is, I think you can do this better. I think you can do that better. You have to understand that your partner cannot remain the same throughout your love journey and things might change and you have to have the decency or you have to be considerate enough to even ask them if there's anything that has changed in this, in your relationship or when it comes to love language so that's basically it. so i think we've covered everything we've covered everything when it comes when it comes to love language we've talked about what love languages are we've talked about the types we've talked about how they are developed and how to navigate love languages in relationships and with other people if you have any other points about this you can drop it in the comment section and we'll discuss later so i hope that this has been helpful, that you've learned a thing or two, and you'll be able to fully express your express yourself when it comes to love language, communicate it effectively to your partner, and also be able to sit with yourself and ask yourself hard questions so that you can tell the next person you meet how they should love you. If you don't know how you want to be loved, you can't expect the person you are meeting to know how you want to be loved. They are not magicians. You first have to know 
what makes you thick, what makes you feel in love. That way you can communicate it to the person and then they can try to meet you halfway. Okay. And also be very empathetic. Don't just expect the person to know. As I said, you don't just expect people you meet you meet to know everything about you and to be like, how can't you know? How don't you know that when you meet somebody on your first day, you're supposed to speak English? Or how don't you know that when you meet somebody, you're supposed to speak French? Or how don't you know that you're supposed to get gifts for someone on your first date? How don't you know that you're supposed to spend time with your love? How don't you know that you're supposed to leave good morning texts? How are you? I miss you. I love you texts on a random basis. How don't you know that I want to be hugged? They are not magician. They probably did not grow up with the love language that you grew up with. And it doesn't mean anything to them the way it means to you. So you always have to have a conversation about this. And then from there, they can meet you halfway. If you've already had a conversation about it and they are still not ready to learn your language or express your love language, um, it might be a problem, but it's all up to you what you decide to do next. Next time, see you. And I love you. Bye-bye.